Oh my God. I am back. I feel like I should like have in the background like this is back, 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 back again, again, again. No, just me. Okay. So I am finally officially back on the grind. So honestly, for the last two weeks that the kids were off, that my kids were on their Christmas break, I kind of just been took that time to kind of just like disconnect from everything. I wasn't really as active on social media. I um I think I had one last pop-up and then that was it. And then I kind of just just honestly I was lazy. Like didn't really want to do anything, not because I wasn't motivated, just because I felt like I worked fucking, I've had a very intense year, so I deserve to just take up, like, disconnect for those two weeks. And on the day, what was it, New Year's Eve, I wrote a list of all the goals that I wanted to achieve. I put them in the present tense, and then I also wrote things that I wanted to do. And the thing that I noticed the most about this journey, and I always want to make sure that I'm super honest and transparent with you guys. One of the biggest things that I've learned that is super hard to overcome is the constant self-doubt within yourself. Like, nobody... Nobody sits there and tells you shit about how it's going to be, how you're going to feel, how, like, this... I mean, they tell you, like, minimal stuff, but nobody sits there and tells you, this shit's fucking hard. It's fucking hard. You doubt yourself all the fucking time. And I'm not going to lie, yesterday I had a huge breakdown. Like, I just cried. Like, I cried for, like, 45 minutes because... I went from a person who was working a full-time job at a job I was miserable, but it was paying my bills. So now I'm like not working and I still have bills and, but I'm happy. Like, that's the thing is that like shifting your mindset is so fucking hard. It's so hard. Like, I feel like as an overthinker like me, if you're an overthinker, it's, I'm letting you know right now, it's fucking hard. It's hard to shift your mindset to stop thinking negative and stop thinking that you're not able to do something when you're 150,000% capable of doing it. That's how hard it is. I really think nobody sits down and talks about real shit that goes on in the business community in the small business community, like, I really think that either they're too scared or too nervous or too, I don't know, worried about burning a bridge here and there, like, so I just want to talk about a couple things that I am going through right now, so one of the biggest things is, like, somebody was telling me about, like, manifesting and how it's change your life and I you know if you've been on TikTok you know what I'm talking about because there's so many freaking TikToks out there and so many people and I get so motivated and so like damn that's so true and but then I get discouraged 
And okay, so let's be honest, I get discouraged and I don't, and I don't see the instant reward. So then I stop. I feel like we all do that. We go to the gym. We don't see the instant transformation. We stop going. We commit to something. We don't see that. Like we want the reward instantly as opposed to working. So what I notice is that we're chasing the reward instead of chasing the habit. We're not, we're not focusing on what we need as opposed to what we want. So we're chasing what we want and not what we need. So we need to form that habit or we're chasing the want. We want that body, but not the need to build that habit to work for it. So that's but one of the biggest things is that I notice is that I'm not chasing the habit. I'm chasing the instant gratification of what I know I can get if I do X, Y, and Z but I just want to do X. And I need to understand and tell myself that you have dedicated one year to your business. Like, and I feel like I dedicated one year to almost, it's been a year. I feel like I dedicated a year to my business, but not 150% of me. So if you did really good in your business and you dedicated, I don't know, 75% of yourself to your business and you felt like it was successful, imagine you what you would get if you dedicated a hundred and like your all into your business. And that's what I was telling myself that I felt like I accomplished so much in my business, but yet I was looking at everything that I didn't. And that's the same thing that would happen to me when it was my birthday. I hated when my birthday would come around because I know I would get, I was a year older and I started to look at all the things that I should have and could have accomplished, but I didn't. Instead of looking at, okay, well, I'm what? I'm not going to say my age, but I'm X amount and I already own a home. I have a rental property. I have a business. I have, my kids are healthy. My family's healthy. Um, I have my real estate license. I graduated with my bachelor's. I have like all these things. I have money in the savings, all these things that I have. But yet I was looking at everything that I didn't. I wasn't being grateful and I think that as humans, we're programmed to look at that because of our either how we grew up. And I know I know I grew up like that where, you know, where we grew up, I grew up in a single mom household and it wasn't it was always she like my mom always wanted me to go hard. Like it was always like, no, you need to do better. Like you need to do better. You need to do better. So I think I never understood how to celebrate your journey and your successes throughout your journey because you were I was always looking for like okay if I finish this I gotta do something better than that and I gotta do something better than that so I think I was always seeking the max success out of everything instantly as opposed to looking at all the small steps that took me to get there like starting my business, having my one-year anniversary, doing all these things and celebrating all those. So I think that one of the biggest things that we need to do is find ourselves. 
we need to find ourselves and we also need to understand that nobody fucking taught us this. I can't speak for everybody because there are some people that have that, that were already instilled that mindset in them, but nobody had that. So when I started doing, I'm going to do it again because I need to reprogram my brain. When I was doing that podcast, with that manif- manifesting boot camp, the first thing that she says is everything that you've ever, everything that you think of right now, everything negative, um, like, uh, comment, negative, anything negative about yourself. You were instilled, like somebody told you that and that stuck with you and your thoughts and your memories and all that became you because of what your surroundings were. And I never understood it until it was told to me like in that way. And that's why I'm like, shit, I don't want my kids to be like that. So I want them to see me as a person who... My mom worked really hard. She did her own business. She like, and I want them to get motivated and being not like, not scared of money. I feel like we're so scared of money because, I mean, I didn't have money when I was younger. So now that I have money, it's like, I mean, I don't know what to do or how to move it or how. So I think that if you're the first generation to do certain things, I think that's a blessing in itself, and you should fucking celebrate it. But another thing that I wanted to talk about is how small businesses, and I mentioned this in my story, if you don't follow me on my um, business account, you should, because I do a lot of stories on that. Um, One of the biggest things that I feel like doesn't get talked about is the small business community and events. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, If you're a small business, typically, if you don't have a store or you don't have a, even maybe you you do have a truck. If you have a truck, you probably typically do vendor events. And and this podcast is going to be a little like everywhere just because I have a lot I want to cover. And this is the episode that I kind of really wanted to talk about. And I'll talk about another episode in another episode about something else. Um, But. When you're starting, um, you're trying to get out there, right? You're trying to network. You're trying to do all these things. You're trying to meet new people. You're trying to go to different vendor events um, because you're thinking like, hey, the more events that I do, the more networking I'm going to do, the more access to my business people have. Let's do it. What people fail to see is, and I learned this and nobody talks about it. So I'm going to fucking talk about it. Nobody that I know, probably a couple people that I know, sit there and ask the vendors, the hosts, the hosts questions, as you should. Because if I'm paying for a service, because I'm paying, you're paying these vendors, you're paying these vendor hosts a fee, and this fee you should ask what it covers. Like, I need to know where my money is going. I'm sorry if you if they take it offensively. I don't fucking care. That's my money. That's my business money. So if you don't care where your money goes, go ahead, have at it, go wherever the fuck you want to vend. But 
what you should be asking is, what's the traffic like? How many people do you expect at this uh, event? Where does the money go? Like, obviously, we all know that hosts pay themselves. Come on, you would be a fool to not know or you will be a fool not to pay yourself because you do work. If you are promoting, if you are doing your end of the deal, then yes, there are hosts that are really good and they promote you and they go and like make sure you're taken care of and they make sure like they're what you they're what you're supposed to like they're supposed to do their job. One of the biggest things is that I see is that there's a vendor there's vendor hosts who charge 150 175 125 and they do not post you at all like no no promoting no nothing and to me I'm like so my fee is going toward the space and you no that I'm sorry, boo boo. That's not okay. Like you need to promote me. So I think as small businesses, we need to be more advocate. We need to be more of a person that's advocating for themselves. Because if you don't advocate for yourself, ain't nobody gonna do it for you. No host is gonna be like, you know what? You should be asking me all these questions. And blah 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 blah. Nope. Nope. And I've seen hosts take advantage of people because they fucking want to be money hungry and they want to be, hey, I can fit 20 people in here, but you know what? I think I could fit 40 or 50 people in here and I could get way more money and have them all crunch and have seven cup vendors and eight eyelash people and all the same things. And remember, I've made it very clear that nobody is my competition and you should not be competing with somebody else. But I also, I also strongly believe that if you have 50 vendors and you have 10 eyelash people, and mind you, if they were smart, they wouldn't put any eyelash people together. But if you're, if there's three eyelash people before you or seven eyelash people before you, you really think that by the time they get to you, they're going to want to buy eyelashes for you. There are seven other eyelash people before you. Why am I going to buy eyelashes from you? And if they have a deal, if they have a special, their lashes have more accommodating to what they're looking for. Those are all factors, you know, and that's what I'm saying. You're never in competition with anybody else. And it's easier for you to make sales if there's like one more eyelash vendor, maybe two but when you have seven other eyelash vendors, when you have seven of the same thing, it's very hard. And especially when there's 60 vendors, 50 vendors, and you're all the way at the end. You're 49. And by the time people get to you, you think they're going to have money left or you think they're gonna, not unless they're going specifically for you. That's a different story. But I think that as vendors, we need to advocate for ourselves and ask those questions. How many vendors are you going to have there? How many estimated people are you going to have there? How many estimated people are you going to have that sell the same thing that I have? You are paying a fee. Like, you should not be scared to ask these questions. It's the same thing as when you go um, for a job interview they're asking you questions because they need to see if you're suitable for them. But remember, you are working for them. 
the host that you're paying is in a sense kind of working for you. They do the map, they get the location, they place everybody, they do so you are paying the fee as a service because you're doing a an event. So I think that those are the things that we should be asking. We shouldn't be afraid. We shouldn't be worried about what's going to happen or worry if they don't let you vent. Okay, if they don't let you vent there again, then they're not the, that's not the scene that you want to be in. That's not the people you want to be around. You want us to be around people who want to see you thriving, who want to see you grow, who want to see you be successful, who want to see you just like I get so fucking proud when they see you like grow your growth. You want to be around people like that. Not about people who fucking, I look at you as a dollar sign and not as a business, like as a person who I respect. No, I'm going to look at you like a dollar sign. Fuck that. I've gone to events that it's fucking bullshit. And I've gone to events that I've asked what what their fees are, what they cover, and they need me on red. I've gone to... I've contacted people, I've done things, and I've even had people fucking take my money, like, I pay my money, their event doesn't happen, and they fucking don't refund me, and that, to me, is fucking bullshit, because, listen, you as a small business, an event can make or break you that day, like, if you dedicated, I don't know, especially, especially those that sell bake stuff, That shit could make or break you because if you sold thinking you're going to sell out and then you sell like $20, but your fee was $50 or your fee was $75 and you don't sell shit, that that to me is, that that gets me mad because let's say one one business goes off and doesn't even, and it's their first time and they're so excited and mind you, nobody sits there and tells you, be careful of this, do this. No, there's no small business 101. There's no support group. There's no nothing. There's just fucking people. And remember, there's people that really will help you. And there's other people that fucking won't because they don't want to help anybody. They're all preaching, I want to help, I want to help. But yet when stuff happens and they need help, ain't nobody there. So in the end, you need to make yourself educated on your own. If somebody helps you along the way, that's fucking amazing. But if somebody does it, don't sit there and cry about it and worry about it. Get the get up, figure it out. So I've seen people do events and it breaks them in the first event and then they get discouraged and they don't want to do it because they're so like, if this is how it's going to be. I've had people come up to me and tell me like, oh, I did my first event and people were mean or they gave me nasty looks or they weren't welcoming or, and honestly, your vendors are fucking huge to what your event is going to be. It sets the tone, it sets the atmosphere, it sets everything. So if you have people with negative energy around you, I would recommend not doing that event anymore because look at the people that they have there. And not every event's going to be like that. There's events that I've been to that they're fucking amazing. Like you could feel, you could feel the fucking energy of everybody just like wanting everybody to be successful, wanting everybody to do good, wanting everybody to like 
just have this positive mindset, this attitude, this, ah, you just feel it. So pretty much in this, in this podcast episode, I just really wanted to make sure that you guys are asking those questions. Don't be scared because if they're mad that you're asking the questions and they're mad, then obviously they're they're not where you want to be. Because if somebody asks me and I'm hosting, I'm going to tell you your fee goes to, I'm not going to tell you how much, like obviously some people won't tell you how much they get paid because that shouldn't be anybody's business. But I feel like I should tell you where your money is going. Like, yes, some is going to go to promoting, some is going to go to the fee to obviously vacate the premises. I mean, um, yeah, like to be on the premises. Some of it's going to go to paying the host and then X, Y, and Z. Like if they have a DJ, if they have this, if they have that, if they have... I don't know, other amenities that you're providing to bring more people in, those are all promoting, those are all those are all things that you should be doing. There's there is a market that I want to go to in California that I heard is fucking amazing and the fee is high, but they do beyond like beyond for their vendors. And that's the thing is that you want to go to an event where you feel like, damn, I set up and I broke down, and I didn't have to worry about shit. Traffic was good. They, the map was good. They took care of me. Setup time, break time, all that stuff was taken care of. Like I knew where I was going. I knew what I was doing. I knew what everything was. I knew the rules. I knew like I like when I know things. When I don't know things, I like I don't know. And let me tell you this. I'm gonna just say this. I'm gonna just say this because I needs to be said. You need to make sure as a host, and I'm not sure if hosts listen to me or what, but you need to, I'm talking about a vendor too. You need to make sure that if the event is over four hours or five hours, you need to have a restroom. Like you need to have a fucking restroom, a porta potty, access to a restroom. I don't know, fix that in your feed, do that in your thing. And you as vendors need to fucking ask for that. If you don't care, you can fucking hold your pee. You feel like you can't do it, then do it. But there's times where I'm like, okay, five, six, seven hours and I'm right here and there's no fucking restroom. What the fuck? No, there should be a restroom or access to a restroom. If there's access to a restroom somewhere, please don't come to me and tell me that the restroom is like two miles down. And I got to walk over there. And it's just me by myself. And who's going to fucking watch my booth? No. Get the fuck out of here. So those are all the questions that I ask. If there's a restroom, what the fee is going to go to, what's the traffic like, how many people do you get, how many vendors are you going to have. If you call me high maintenance and you think I'm fucking bougie because I'm advocating for myself, then so fucking be it. I'm the bougiest bitch you'll ever meet. Then I guess so. But yes, that's all I'm telling you. Um, so that's all I have for this episode. I know it was a lot, but I hope that you guys can relate to this and see this and understand where I'm coming from. Don't think that I'm talking down on any vendor, um, any host or anything like that. What I'm saying is that there's just that host that needs to be more mindful that we are small businesses. We're not a fucking Fashion Nova. We're not a fucking like Macy's. We're not where we can afford these high vendor fees. Remember, we do have to also pay our bills. We do have to like, and you know, you see these hosts that I mean, like you're doing the math and you're like, well, fuck, how much is this fucking police piece of land right now? Because you're at like $3,000. And I'm like, how the fuck can you be at $3,000 and you don't promote, you don't have a fucking restroom and you have a lot of land. Like what? 
So I'm just saying I'm speaking the truth and I'm going to always speak the truth. And if people don't like it, then, well, then this 2022. So you don't have to be in my life. It just started. So I, the next podcast episode that I really want to do is talking about um, kind of more in life situations. So like just like housing and stuff like that, because I really want to talk about things that people don't talk about. And I also wanted to talk about in my next episode is like about trademarking and things like that, things that you have to do to make your business legit. So I will see you. I will hear you. You will hear me in another podcast episode. Thank you so much for hearing. It feels so good to be back. I'm like ready for this podcast to be blowing up. The next episode is probably going to be with somebody else. So keep on the lookout because I know who I'm going to invite already. So yeah, love you guys. Go ahead and follow me on my um, business page. So it's boss ladies underscore boutique. Um, Also, the podcast Instagram is boss ladies chronicles. And then I also have my personal one, which is boss lady Evelyn. So I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for supporting me. And 2022 is going to be my bitch.